Call your friends, let's get drunk. Gary. Call your friends, let's get drunk. Call your friends, let's get drunk. Call your friends, let's get drunk. Gary Sheffield showed signs all night that he was swinging a good. Call your friends, let's get Gary. Call your friends, let's get drunk. Call your friends, let's get drunk. Call your friends, let's get drunk. All right, Gary. It's your turn now. Shabbat Shalom. I'm home alone. Um, my family went to Colorado without me. And that's okay. I kind of like being home alone. Now, Alexander is in Colorado, and I have no friends, so I'm talking by myself now. Why am I doing this, you ask? I don't know. I ask the same question. But, you know, we'll keep it short. We'll keep it light. We'll keep it tight. I'm thinking I'll, like, edit somebody in here. So there'll be somebody sitting here. Maybe Gary Sheffield. Uh, last night, I stayed up far too late, just simply too late for a grown adult to be staying up. It's like 2.45, I think, which is just, it is, it's just too long. And then I slept on Joe's couch, which was like a futon, and it was more comfortable folded up than down, because when you folded it down, it had like a hump in the middle, so I was just stretching my back so and then i was on the side anyway so i said okay i'll fold this up and get a backboard so i can kind of lay in the crevice so that's what i did but it was bright in there and kind of hot so i woke up at like 7:45. so according to me that's about five hours it's not horrible five hours sleep i got like randomly sick the other night too felt fine all day went to the gym in the morning went to work came back was hanging hanging out with joe I had on an empty stomach, but I had a vodka, soda, splash of crayon, little lime too. And it was delicious and refreshing, but it made me feel weird. I felt drunk after a half of it. And I was like, okay, just an empty stomach. We got some gyros, some euros, whatever they're called. And it was delicious. And then I ate it and I was like, all right, I'll feel better. And then it just got worse. I had like fucking a fever. I, w- I felt I had like chills. I was cold, but also hot. And I was had chills. I had body aches. I couldn't tell if I was just fucking sore from the gym. But it was body. My like, hips. I felt like an old guy. My p- whole body hurt. And then I got like a pounding headache. And I still kind of have the headache, but everything else was fine even yesterday. So what the hell is that? How do you get? You don't get sick for fucking twelve hours, do you? I don't know. The only thing I can think of is that. Uh, I've been drinking milk that expired on like July 31st and it's the 6th now. So I would like if I drank it on the 4th, you know, but does food poisoning give you a headache? And I didn't like shit or puke, you know, just fever and chills. I don't think bad milk would do that, but I'm only drink. I wouldn't normally drink such milk, but Alexandra, um, she peer pressured me into it. She said, it's fine. And then I was smelling it. And I go, it smells like milk. And so I was drinking it. But and there was also a, uh, I was at the bar last night. Oh, I went to Eric, Eric's fiance's house. And we practiced the Greek wedding dance, the fucking Kalamata Oliver something, Kalamadiano or something. Little 12-step dance was not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling light on my feet. I'm not a dancer. I'm not a good dancer at all. My rhythm is, I have the rhythm of a fucking tissue box. You know, like a little, mostly stiff cardboard, but maybe a little, 
at the top. You know, I can body roll. Alexander taught me how to body roll a couple years back. That's pretty neat. Maybe I'll insert a clip of me doing this dance in my living room because I do need to still practice. So, psych! So we did that. We were at a bar, and I saw that there was a brawl in baseball, a baseball game. A guy slid into second. I don't really know what happened. I don't know if he just tagged him tagged him poorly or was straddling the bag poorly. I don't know what happened. I didn't really get the the anger, but... They pop up, and they're arguing, kind of shoving each other. There's an umpire trying to break it up, and then they square up. The The fielder drops his glove, and he squares up, fists up, and so they, and the umpire just fucking, he backs up. He's like, all right, let it go, and that umpire is a homie. He knows that baseball kind of stinks and is kind of boring unless Otani's playing or there's a fist fight, so I think we just need to allow fist fights in baseball. Remember like Pedro grabbing Don Zimmer by the head and chucking him to the ground? It was fucking fantastic. The good old days. And then like the the Jason Veritek A-Rod brawl, just classic 0304 fun. And so it's nice to see two large gentlemen square up at second base and fist fight each other. We need more of that. And they shouldn't get suspended either. Maybe get kicked out of the game. Maybe fucking we start a penalty box up in baseball. I don't know. It's getting boring. Unless a giant Japanese man that was made in a laboratory who's fucking six seven and jacked and can throw 100 miles per hour but also hit dingers is up there. Um, I do have a, a one lyric. Uh, so L for lyrics. Here's the lyric. Uh, I feel so alive. I think I shit myself. I should kiss myself. I'm staring at the man inside the mirror. The reflection shows a wolf, though. And I like that a lot. I feel so alive, I think I shit myself I should kiss myself I'm staring at the man inside the mirror The reflection shows a wolf though I feel so alive, I think I shit myself Shitting yourself would make you feel alive, I imagine I don't have to imagine, I have shit myself It's been a little bit since I shit myself When I was younger, like real little, I was, I was sick And for some reason, wanted to post up on the leather couch we had in our living room Not this one disclaimer it was a tan leather couch and i was posted up naked and uh i was little don't fully remember it but basically i sharded the couch i probably i mean unless it just fully leaked out but i don't think that happens i probably just farted and was like yep but it it took me until i got up i think to realize that i had shit on this couch and you know if you're sharting it's not like a log you can't shard a log it's wet and gross. But yeah, and then uh, I felt alive, though, from what I can remember. I don't remember much about it, but I'm sure I felt alive. I looked, I stood up, there's poo dripping down my leg, and I looked, at, looked back at the couch, and I went, wow, I'm, I'm fucking living. And then I recently, it wasn't a shit, but I was walking by my sister, and I kind of just did one of these, and I aimed my butt at her, and pointed my rumpus right at her and tried to, like, fart at her. I tried to direct a fart. I tried to sp do a butt ray gun at her. And uh, I, I Hershey squirted. It wasn't much. It was just a little stain in my skivvies, that's all. I've been, I've been going balls deep into the Amazon. I listened to the Paul Rossley podcast. On, he was on Rogan, and he was also on Lex Friedman somewhat recently. And so... 
I've been going balls deep onto him and onto the Amazon and the history of the Amazon. And it's very cool. I was uh, Francisco de Oriana, which there's a book about uh, first Percy, Percy Fawcett called The Lost City of Z, I think. Lost City of Z, 2017, 2016 film. Maybe I'll fucking watch this today while I'm sitting at home by myself. Maybe I'll get high and watch this. It's got Charlie Hunnam, don't know him, Tom Holland, uh, Robert Pattinson. Not a bad-looking crew, I guess. Um, but it's about Percy Fawcett, who is like this British explorer, and he was dead set on finding this city of Z. I don't know much about the city itself, but... And I guess he was like a kind of a dick. And he was like, I'm going. If you can keep up, you can come. If not, fuck off and die. And he just disappeared. And a bunch of people have died in search of him, trying to figure out what happened to him. So did he get killed by like the uncontacted tribes? Probably. Did he become the leader of the uncontacted tribes? Maybe. Or did he just die in the fucking jungle? Probably that, probably that one. Probably got lost and died in the jungle. Although back, dudes back then were savages. So that leads me to Francisco de Oriana. I've been going balls deep on him. I listened to like three podcasts about him. But basically, Cliff Notes. He's related to Francisco Pizarro, who was the dude who conquered the Incans. Or was it the Aztecs? Let me look it up. Fuck, Francisco. Who did you conquer? Incans. Yeah, I was right. First time. So Francisco Pizarro conquered the Incans. And this guy... Uh, Oriana was related to him and basically there was they're all looking for gold and or spices right so there's rumors that there everybody has gold over there and then they find they hear that there's a bunch of fucking tree cinnamon trees which they didn't really even know what the hell a cinnamon tree looked like but they were just going and sniffing bark they're going up and sniffing tree trunks and going yep spicy That'll go good in a fucking Christmas time latte. There's a big push. That his, uh, Francisco Pizarro's brother, Gonzalo Pizarro, who wanted to be a badass, wanted to be as much of a badass as his older brother. So he he leads an expedition with Oriana. They're they're in like Iquito or something in Peru, and they trek over the mountains with a bunch of people and uh, like natives as slaves and people to carry their shit. They were sex slaves, too. So they were pack mules and sex slaves. So they'd be carrying stuff up the mountain, and then one of them would go, I'm horny. Drop your shit and spread them. And then, and then make me some stew, probably, they said after. But they, they hike up the mountains. Obviously, they're getting kind of attacked by tribes along the way. Some, some of them are running away. Some of them are fighting back. Um... But they trek over the mountains. They come back down the fucking, uh, what do they call it? The cloudy forest or something. Cloud rainforests. I don't know. Cloud jungle. But the other side of the mountains is where it meets the rainforest. And it's very cloudy, misty, wet. And uh, obviously it's fucking rainforest. Of course it's wet. But they get there and then they find rivers. They don't know the names of the rivers. They're not probably not named actually. They, don't, they find rivers. And they're just fucking strolling down them, having a tough time, starving getting attacked uh their native slaves are running away and such and so basically eventually make a camp oriana is like let me go explore i'll take <coughs> some of the best dudes people who aren't s- as sick or malnourished or pussies 
and we'll go down the river and explore, and then we'll come back. But I don't know if they didn't know this at the time, but rivers go, you know, they flow one direction. So it, it, they probably didn't have the foresight to, to go, oh, I probably won't be able to get back up. It'd probably be very hard to row up this big river. And uh, they're probably on the smaller rivers at this point. More or less, they go down, they build a fucking boat in the jungle. The craziest part is they didn't bring building materials. They probably had some, but they didn't bring a ton of building materials. So they have to like fucking build a forge. They have to go they have to go jungle blacksmith and build a forge. Basically take some of their armor or any other metal shit they have and forge nails to build this boat. And then they build a boat and they hop in and they start fucking sailing. They built a boat in the middle of the goddamn jungle. Which is insane. And then they used the boat, and it worked. You know, I could go to Home Depot and buy all these things, and I wouldn't know how to build a boat. My boat would surely sink. How do you bend wood? I'm sure there's machines for it, but, like, how did they bend wood? Or is it just, like, a bunch of flat pieces that make a curve, and it's, like, not really curved? Do you sand it down after? They weren't. They didn't have sanders. So how do they curve wood? I know I got curved wood. It's slightly leftward for my POV but I don't know much about making it happen but more or less the they trek down they eventually they go through a couple rivers and find the Amazon and they're like oh we definitely can't go back up so uh, Oriana is considered a traitor to Pizarro but he has like a scribe who he basically goes write up some legal documents saying that we ha- we had to do this. There was no turning back. We couldn't re- we couldn't return. And then he like made up he wrote up that and then he wrote up another one that's like a con contract or legal document of some sort saying this is a new expedition. It's my expedition now. It's a separate one. I'm not a traitor, but it's a separate one. And apparently those hold up. So I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start just writing pieces of paper and going look I am the captain now. But they eventually on the they're starving, they're getting attacked, they're meeting some friendly tribes, but they meet a whole bunch of different tribes who like have their own rivalries themselves. That's the thing. That's the thing. It, like obviously raping and pillaging and conquering is like bad in the in a very black and white ter- uh sense it's it's bad. Obviously raping and pillaging bad. Conquering bad, but it happens in nature. It happens in men. We're part of nature. You know, it happens. The fucking history of the whole world is just pillaging and raping and conquering and and stealing and making slaves and making people carry your stuff and then telling them to spread them. You know, that happens all over, all over the world, all over time. Because these, these native tribes in Peru, like the Incans, the Aztecs, all these smaller tribes, which were actually pretty big, Oriana said, in the Amazon at the time, um, said there was upwards of a million people down there. So they probably gave them smallpox and killed them all. But they were fighting amongst each other. Like the tribes had rivalries and they would fucking rape and pillage each other. So it's not like anything new. It's just in a more advanced raping and pillaging group came in and took it over. And, you know, it's the way the cookie crumbles. It's, I don't, it's not, I don't know why it just happens to be fucking mostly white dudes. It's like, like why... I mean, obviously, different uh, races go through their raping and pillaging. 
but it seems like it's always white people that that go rape and pillage other races. Like other races don't. I mean, it probably happens, but are they raping and pillaging lesser, like uh, less advanced white white people? I don't know. Send. Let me know. All right, we'll stop defending raping and pillaging now. But basically, Oriana and his boys. I think they left with like. I think they set off on the smaller expedition with like fifty-seven dudes, and they through starvation and battle they ended with 43 which is pretty fucking nuts but and he lost an eye in this whole thing so he's an eye patch dude it's a fucking he's a river he's a jungle pirate which is fucking sick basically they they trek down the river they have to build two more boats at some point like way down the river on the amazon so they're building fucking boats in the jungle they have to forge more nails it's just the most insane thing that could ever happen you know and like they're they're malnourished. They've been attacked. They're wounded. They probably look like shit. They're probably soaking wet. Their toes are probably all gangrened and and nasty. You know, like if I stub my toe, I'm 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 down for the count for for a good half hour. You know, I stubbed the shit out of my toe up in Maine, and it was bleeding, and my nail like kind of fell off, and that took me out. I can't imagine being in the jungle that long. I actually use. That so I think about this that dude Paul Rossley who was on Joe Rogan and Lex Friedman's podcast, conservationist. He's, he's kind of lunatic, but very cool. Like he goes on like solo expeditions in the Amazon with just a few things like a bag of nuts and some fucking tools and supplies and like very limited stuff. And he said he's got lost. He got like crazy MRSA on his face and almost died. He's been sick in the jungle. He's been he's had encounters with fucking. Uh, caimans which are just basically like crocodiles black caimans um python or not pythons anacondas dude like all kinds of crazy shit and he just sleeps in like a little fucking hammock in the middle of the jungle by himself and there's these uncontacted tribes that if they see you they'll basically just shoot a fucking seven foot arrow through your body and you look like a fucking kielbasa with a toothpick in you you know um but when i go to bed i've actually found it very easy to fall asleep if i pretend that i'm doing that if i pretend that i'm just like laying on cold wet ground with fucking ants and mosquitoes crawling all over me and like pretend i'm in the jungle by myself and then i obviously am not i'm in a cozy bed and uh and i fall asleep easily because i'm like oh that's that's horrible i'm not i'm not feeling horrible and then i go boop fall asleep or my other method of falling asleep is just picture it like if you i don't know if you you guys but if i close my eyes obviously it's dark like you can get some sense of light if i'm looking at that but it's dark but you know how you like you can almost look around with your closed eyes and you can like just stare at the blackness so i stare at the blackness and just think about how black it is and then if I, my mind starts wandering i go nope it's dark and then that makes me fall asleep pretty quick too but I don't know. The gist of the story... Oh, so Oriana, when he gets to the end of the Amazon, they're all fucked up. He's got 43 dudes left. And he goes kind of up South America towards like Trinidad, Tobago. And then, I don't know, something happens. And then he just uses the stars and fucking sails back to Spain on these fucking dingy little ships that he made in the jungle out of randomly forged nails. So the dude's a savage. It's I mean, that's very impressive. Um, and then he, you know, he wants to be rich and famous too. So he goes back and he's like vouching for people to come back with him. Like, let's go back and do a second expedition 
and I was reading this uh, the other day, his second expedition. But basically, I'll sum it up. It was he left Spain with four ships, supplies to build, two riverboats, three hundred men, twenty-four horses, and his young wife. She was probably twelve. Before leaving land, he looted a farm for cattle, pigs, and chickens, which he salted. So I, on his way out, he just stopped and looted. So uh, white people are raping and pillaging other white people too. So and he then he sailed to like the Caribbean, Caribbean area. More or less, he, he lost in a storm. He lost one ship, one ship crashed. Like he got fucked. The, the second expedition was just a total disaster. And then he died, and they didn't find gold or cinnamon. There was no. There was minimal cinnamon trees. There were probably trees that smelled spicy, and they they just assumed they were they were cinnamon but basically they couldn't find the mouth of the amazon sailed around for a while died that was it all right i think that's enough history for today uh special guest do you want to say something there gary goes talking again and this and that you heard it there all right well toodaloo i'm gonna go eat breakfast goodbye